Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode 509, and uh, the name of the show is Holiday Time 2018. It's that time of the year again, uh, where we're where we are rounding out the year. Not a lot of stuff going on; just people opening presents, a lot of holiday events, and everything. And uh, and we have podcasts as well. Uh, this is this Xbox Life. My name is Rob your host for the show today and i'm soloing it uh once again uh <clears throat> things were kind of crazy here trying to schedule people uh up for the show here but uh the show must go on right so looking to do the end of year holiday not holiday end of the year uh, gaming show next week so it's going to be just before the new year and that's uh it's a good time for it, I guess. There, let's see. I lost my show notes. Where are they? Here they are. So anyway, uh, welcome to the show once again. I'm glad you're here. Just want to make a couple quick announcements. First of all, you can listen to the show on Twitch Mixer and occasionally on YouTube. Apparently, it doesn't like us streaming to it for some reason. And uh, the recordings are done approximately 10 p.m. Eastern, sometimes a little bit later. And that'll probably change in the near future. But as for right now, look for the show on Sundays if you're going to be watching live. Also, the show's not affiliated in any way with Microsoft or Xbox. It's a show being done by fans, for fans of the Xbox. And views and opinions expressed in the show uh, do not reflect those of Microsoft. All right, let's get rolling here. So what have I been playing? Well, I meant to say that the show's name is This Fortnite Life. But uh, yet again, I've been uh, doing a lot of Fortnite playing. Save the World, uh, of course. A little bit of Battle Royale. Not that much, but mostly Save the World. And uh, just about made it into um, Candy Valley. So just been uh, helping a friend out a lot. Uh, as he progresses uh, up into Plankerton now. So I've been uh, doing a lot of helper missions, I guess, and haven't been progressing myself as much as I should. But uh, probably going to get into uh, Candy Valley here in a couple days, or tomorrow, probably, or Tuesday, Christmas, all that good stuff. And uh, it's a frost night season in Fortnite. It's a... crazy battle in save the world and then they also got a lot of like christmasy stuff over in battle royale land over there if if you're not familiar with it just ask your kids they'll tell you all about it and uh if you have kids playing it you know what i mean anyway but besides that uh, we kind of had a surprise uh release of below it kind of came out of nowhere we know we knew it was coming sometime in the future when they first announced it back in 2013 on the reveal, I think, for the Xbox. That was like in May of 2013, six months prior to the release of the Xbox One. So they touted below, you know, this roguelike game with these teeny tiny itty bitty little graphics, uh, just roguelike, you know, randomly generated, procedurally generated, I'm not sure, but I randomly generated because I'm sure procedural is random, but random is not procedural, probably. It's one of those one way, but not the other things. But anyway, um, 
so every game's supposedly different and uh it finally came out it was just like hey it's coming out like in a week or two and boom it was out and so i got it installed and man um you know i, I think i need to give it some more time but this was really disappointing i was really looking forward to it the graphic looked graphics looked pretty cool but uh i don't know the the game for me at least uh it just did not deliver and um you know, I, I think that it doesn't help it much, being that there really isn't much of a tutorial or anything. I, maybe I should just watch some YouTube videos or something, because that really helped me with uh, the Kingdom New Lands uh, games. But uh, yeah, it was it was kind of funky. I don't I don't know. I it's, I need to give it more time. Rather, let me rephrase it. I'd rather give it some more time so I don't just blast it, which is kind of what I want to do right now. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So that was below. And then uh, not a whole lot, just way too much time in Fortnite, I guess. So uh, that's about it. That's all I've been playing. And then um, a couple quick announcements. Uh, if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, you can get there by going to uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. And you can also leave us a tip at thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. And yet again, we are on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to us there and uh, like our videos and all that good stuff. So on to the topics for the show. So it's going to be kind of a quick show. Not a whole lot going on right now other than the holidays for everybody. But uh, a couple things I just wanted to talk about, and that was that, uh, you know, some of the buzz has been going on right now about the different Xboxes that are potentially coming out. Uh, there's some rumors going on, uh, and some reports have been going back and forth, and uh, Michael Pachter, which we've talked about on the show, we've talked about him a lot on the show over the past 10 years, and he is, uh, you know, an industry analyst that... I guess he's probably one of the the better ones that that we like that doesn't crucify the gaming and all that. But uh, he talked about what uh, Microsoft is probably, and you know, he's not an insider; he's an analyst. But he talked about what Microsoft has uh, going on, and also about uh, you know the rumors and the reports that have been released. So Michael, Michael Pachter said. I expect a dumbed-down console like the Steam console where it's download-only and there's no hard drive or disk drive. Uh, and goes, uh, so I think there will be a streaming device like a $100 Xbox console that doesn't run in 4K or 240 frames a second. And I think there will be a more expensive $400 console that supports 4K, 240 uh, frames per second, virtual reality. And um, I don't know if there's going to be more models. I don't think you're going to get uh, a completely different devices. So that's kind of interesting. And this is sort of in line with what we've been hearing over the past, I don't know, six months, year, as there's been speculation. Because uh, I think we first heard this about a year ago. And uh, supposedly those programs got canceled. Well, it looks like they might have been just delayed or hush-hushed and not actually canceled. And then, uh, and then he further went on to talk about uh, Sony. And basically, uh, this was kind of interesting as well. 
Because whether Sony does it, uh, I think they will probably have that 4K and 240 frame per second device that'll support the PlayStation VR. Whether they have an, a PlayStation Now device that's streaming only, I don't know. Maybe there'll be two each for PlayStation and Xbox, but I wouldn't be surprised if there were more than two, and I'm not sure whether Sony is committed to doing that. So, you know, take it for what you will. You know, he's an analyst. He's analyzing and he's speculating. And, uh, you know, he, I guess, is sort of in line with what we've been hearing. So there's new stuff coming out. And uh, I've actually read uh, some information that said, you know, I don't know how good it is, but uh, possibly as early as January. And January is right around the corner. It's just less than a week away. So we'll, we'll have to see what is going on with that. Also, some more on the hardware front. Microsoft is uh, supposedly developing new 4K webcams. You know, their webcams have usually been pretty good. I've used the studio um, cam uh, for the recording of the show for quite some time. Now I'm back on a Logitech here. But the studio one was pretty nice. It was, uh, you know, priced right, I guess, and the quality was decent. Um, I don't know if it's as good as the Logitech, but uh, it was decent. And so now they're working on some new 4K ones because, you know, 4K is the thing nowadays. And the rumor is that, uh, you know, they're, of course, going to support Windows 10, which is to be expected. But uh, at least one of them will support the Xbox One. Now, in the Xbox front, we've had cameras in the past with the Kinect and with the um, Vision cam, which kind of was terrible, (laughs) I thought. But uh, the Kinect one was okay, more or less, even, uh, I don't know if we really anticipated it to be a great camera, but, uh, you know, it had that camera, I think, to do part of what Kinect did, which was to see what was going on in the room and such. But, uh, you know, what they're saying that they're going to possibly do with this is to enable you to sign in with your Xbox with facial recognition think that this is like Microsoft Hello, which is built into Windows. So it's something along those lines. But, um, you know, I don't think we're going to be looking into anything like how the Kinect is because the Kinect had all sorts of other stuff. It had room mapping and depth of field perception and so forth. So this is just going to be video camera. Who knows what they can possibly infer from that, but it'll just be primarily webcam and sign in kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, you know, more hardware coming to the Xbox, uh, in the near future. And then, you know, like I said earlier, there's not a whole lot going on right now in, in at least this last week of the year. You know, I'm sure many companies have pretty much wound down a little bit for the holidays and people are on vacation and such, but, uh, on the Microsoft side, one thing that hasn't wound down apparently is their sale. It's that time of the year, end of year sale. You know, we have our holiday sales, you know, did we have a back to school one? I don't know, but there's a summer sale. There's a sale like right around the holidays, New Year. There's one Black Friday sale a couple weeks back. And Microsoft's year-end countdown sale, that's the name of it now, is on going on right now. So if you haven't picked up some of these games over the past couple of weeks, you can probably snag them pretty cheap right now. I think a lot of the, you know, same old, same old games are out there. And some of the new games, 
that have been out, you know, not too long, just a couple weeks, couple months. They're on sale too. Assassin's Creed Odyssey's 30 bucks, Battlefield 5, 30 bucks, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is 39, which I think is not crazy new because uh, it's been as low as 37 over the past couple weeks. But uh, yeah, all these are fairly new releases and they're in the 30s, which is pretty amazing. Forza Horizon 4, 39 bucks, Just Cause 4, 48, Red Dead Redemption. Special Edition 76, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is 30 bucks. I thought I saw that for like $5 on the PC. That game really tanked fast. So, you know, you might want to check it out. There's a, there's a fairly good list of, of games out there. So if you haven't picked up uh, some of these games on the releases, you're looking to do some gaming, you might want to check that sale out. And uh, yeah, enough of that. But uh, there was an interesting article on Engadget uh, a couple days ago because uh, what they said is Xbox is poised to dominate the next console generation. So that's kind of cool to see based on the fact that, you know, over the past couple of years, Xbox has been slammed over and over and over for uh, just about everything. But, uh, you know, here they're basically saying that Microsoft has been doing stuff right lately, and I, I pretty much agree. I'm I'm very pleased with the stuff that they've done, not necessarily just to further the, um, you know, gaming on the Xbox, but it's stuff that we take advantage of as as gamers, as owners of Xbox, and that's uh, you know they they talk about uh, a bunch of different things where <clears throat> they talk about the Xbox One X and its release how it's uh, such a powerful console. Then uh, we also have, um, you know, the the changes that Microsoft has made in 2018 in particular, adaptive controller releases, um, new consoles coming out within the next couple of months, next year or so. And, you know, it's, it's nice to see that Microsoft is being given kudos. You know, it's the, again, it's the environment that we enjoy, you know, everything from Game Pass to the game sharing. And if you have an Xbox One X, the actual 4K gaming and, and stuff. So it's a, it's a nice, it's an interesting read. You might want to check it out. It's from Engadget. And again, it's called Xbox is Poised to Dominate the Next Console Generation. Then, um, there was another uh, interesting article, and this is something that I've kind of wondered about in the past, and that's uh, it's from Windows Central, where they talked about uh, what's better for your Xbox One from hard drive, for a hard drive storage standpoint, an SSD or an just a standard spinning hard drive? Because you know I've thought about it in the past, because you tend to think SSD faster instant access sort of to data and then your spinning disc you know the drives go to sleep they have to spin up you know they have to seek there's a little bit of a delay and you know not that it's crazy slow but uh you know there there is a difference and you know so you get speed with ssd but you get less space and they're more expensive so you know pros and cons you know what are we looking at and 
Um, it was just kind of an interesting look into, you know, the differences between the two, which is, I kind of talked about a bunch of them right now. They talk about capacities where, you know, regular hard drives can hit huge capacities for eight terabyte and, and larger. So ultimately, you know, which one should you buy? And they basically say the hard drive is a value. And I'm mean, sorry, the, the spinning hard drive, the standard hard drive is the value. It gives you the storage. But if you're a demanding person, then the SSD is the way to go at a premium cost, of course. Not that it's a huge difference, but, you know, it's, it's significant. So um, it was just an interesting take on, uh, on that debate on what should you get. And then uh, another debate that you might be having in the near future is what are you going to get? Are you going to get yourself a new controller or are you going to get yourself a new keyboard and mouse for your Xbox One? So Microsoft added uh, to the Insider program a while ago the ability to run keyboard and mouse. And then there's a couple of games that already switched over to support the keyboard and mouse. Mind you, they didn't, oops, mind you, they didn't change anything uh, to get rid of controller support. But they added the ability to do keyboard and mouse and, and Razer's coming out with their special combo called the Razer Turret. So it's a combination keyboard and mouse and it's got this like little mouse pad side thing that slides out from the keyboard that you can use. So I guess you can use it on your lap if you're doing it on a, I don't know, on a sofa. I guess you could use a keyboard or uh, TV tray or one of those little laptop stands as well. But, uh, you know, that is pretty steep. It's $250, which I guess for all purposes, you know, is, is that so bad? Because you can easily pay $150 to $200 for a mechanical keyboard, especially ones with the fancy lights. And, you know, if it's a gaming style keyboard and the mice, because the wireless mouse the wireless ones can be a hundred, hundred fifty dollars for the for the gaming ones. The wired ones, of course, are a lot less. But uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's finally uh, going to be available here because um, looks like they added support for Fortnite, Warframe, and Bomber Crew uh, back in November with more coming, and then also uh, some of the. Uh, lighting effects are going to be available for Exmorph Defense and Vermintide 2, in addition to other games. And then the Razer Turret, it has a, a single dongle that connects both keyboard and mouse, which is kind of cool, so you don't have to have two because the USB ports on the Xbox aren't exactly plentiful, especially if you use a hard drive. But uh, the dongle ties everything together with a 2.4 gig connection, and what's really interesting is that the combo can last up to 40 hours on a single charge. So that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, but uh, what's not impressive, again, is 250 bucks, which is a lot more than the controller cost. But then again, I think, uh, you know, they're saying that you can pretty much add any keyboard mouse. So you can probably do your own for cheaper, but, you know, it's not built for specifically, might not have all the features. And 
the uh, Razer turret supposedly is available now for pre-order on that Microsoft store. And you get a $25 Xbox gift card with that. So that's kind of cool. Uh, so it's a little bit of a discount, I guess, 25 bucks off for pre-ordering at list price. So uh, if that's your thing. You might want to get yourself a, pre a Christmas present there. And then um, there was uh, another interesting article on Windows Central, which discussed uh, the new xCloud. This is, or Project xCloud, basically the approach that uh, that Microsoft looks like it's going to take with this. And, you know, we've had some streaming services in the past that, uh, you know, have not done very well, have not caught on. You know, new players are jumping into the, into the field with, you know, Google and their streaming service. But by the way, if you sign up for the Google streaming service, uh, you can actually get uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free. I think that that's still available. I believe there's also a waiting list for it going on right now, but uh, that, that's pretty cool. Well, it's cool if you have a PC that can play it as well, but uh, free is free. So, you know, we've had, what, OnLive, the new services here, uh, the Sony service that they've got over on the PlayStation side. And what's really amazing about the xCloud thing is that they're looking to overcome one of the hugest hurdles for any kind of streaming service. And that's that there is some lag between the time that the information screen comes over from the service to the player and then they react and then send that information back. So when you, you know, move left or right, or you press, you know, a fire button key, whatever it is, there's that little bit of a lag and it's really noticeable in some uh, instances. And then, you know, if you're playing something like XCOM or I don't know, Uno or, or something, you know, it doesn't really matter. But if you're playing, you know, a first person shooter, if you're playing, Black Ops, Fortnite, uh, Battlefield, you know, any Call of Duty, any any of those games, or heck, even some racing games, that delay, 50 millisecond or whatever, can make or break you. And, you know, you're you're basically at the mercy of that lag. You know, you can maybe react in time, but that signal's just not getting over to the servers in time. To react. So what's really interesting is that uh, Microsoft is using a system that they've supposedly demoed back as, I don't know, around 2015, as early as 2015, if not earlier. And it was something that Microsoft Research called Out of Time Project, where this system used some kind of predictive analysis or they call it speculation uh, to enable low latency interaction from servers to the player basically or the player's hardware the home hardware and this was really interesting um how this kind of worked and they had a demo you can uh, look it up on youtube it's out of time o-u-t-a-t-i-m-e 
And basically the gist of this is that as you're playing a game, the system basically predicts what you're probably going to do. And from that point on, it reacts on that. And if you do something different, then it basically warps that into reality, (laughs) I guess. That's the best way I can uh, describe it. But what that really means is that as, as you react, if you react in a different way, then it takes what it sent over and makes it look like how you reacted. So in my mind, and this is just my interpretation of this, and I could totally be wrong. It's almost like the servers send over. It's like, okay, he's probably going to do this. And if you do great, then it matches. And if it doesn't, then it somehow visually changes things. It probably sends over like elements of the game and then it like plugs in what really happens, almost like a jigsaw puzzle. Or I was also wondering if they could do something along the lines of, hey, send this, okay, this this person's in this hallway right here. He could either go right or left. Let me send both frames. And then when he reacts right, you just play the right one and discard the left. You know, something along those lines. I, I wonder how, if that would even be possible. But uh, apparently they've, work this all out. And, uh, you know, it's not something that they just kind of came up with recently. They've been working on this for quite some time since they had some, you know, working systems of this back, you know, more than three years ago. So, uh, yeah, you might want to look into that if, if you find that kind of stuff interesting, you know, definitely game developery, you know, engineering kind of, uh, of talks and uh it's it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting and it looks like it might be coming to us soon if that streaming box is actually going to be out in i don't know the next six months or a year but we'll see we'll definitely see and then uh also talked uh was about a week or two ago that life is strange uh is on game pass well it's on game pass so uh if you want to have your telltale-like experience in a good game, then you can give that thing a shot. And then uh, I think we talked about this, I don't know, about six months ago or so. Happy Wars is leaving Windows 10 and Xbox 360. So if you actually played it, then you got to play an Xbox One because it will persist. And this was the one I think that it uh, launched, what, uh, let's see, twenty six launched in 2016, and then they kind of killed it like a week or two later or something like that. Wasn't that the one? But anyway, uh, yeah, the Xbox and 360 are going to be, I'm sorry, the 360 and PC, Windows 10 are going to be gone, but it'll persist for Xbox One. And another departure for the Xbox 360 and other old generation consoles, including PS3, Wii U, Vita, is uh, Minecraft. Minecraft is uh, 
no longer going to be patched on those systems. So what you got is what you got. And, oh, I forgot to mention I played some Minecraft with my son as well. It's uh, it's like going back to an old friend. Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so if you want to play Minecraft, you got to go current gen. Or rather, I'm sure you can still play it, but if you want bug fixes and new stuff, you have to go current generation. And I believe that is about it for the topics for this week. Now on to the retail releases. All right, retail releases for this week. I couldn't find any, so there's none. Well, there might be some, but quiet week, like I said. Holidays, not a whole lot of stuff going on, except people enjoying their families, celebrating, doing whatever they do. But uh, we do have news on Games with Gold. So Xbox One, Games with Gold, we have continuing through the end of December, so just a couple more days about a week or what we have cube two and then uh brand new is in uh january is on january 1st celeste look for that one and then uh the carryover from december into january is never alone xbox 360 and back compat we have mercenaries playground of destruction going through the end of the year and then what's new or what's old is new again, I guess. Uh, Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light is uh, available on for, uh, starting January 1st through the 15th. This is like the 28th time that this game has been in um, back compact games with gold. No, I'm kidding about that. Maybe twice, once or twice. And then uh, also a couple quick announcements. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at thisxboxlife.com. Click on the little voicemail widget at the right-hand side. Leave us a voicemail up to 90 seconds in length. If you need to do longer, you can leave us multiple. Or alternatively, send an MP3 to contact at this Xbox Life. Uh, you can also send emails to that as well. And uh, I'll talk about them on the show and play the MP3s or whatever. And then uh, we also have a Twitter account at uh, at this Xbox Life, you can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter. If people even use Twitter anymore, I think they just yell at each other and fight. But uh, uh, we also, we also have a uh, Facebook group. You can find that at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. It's a closed group, which means that you have to ask for permission to join the group. Uh, answer two simple questions. Uh, upon uh, asking for permission in there, you'll be let in. It's just really to keep the spammers out and, uh, you know, all the nefarious characters that are out there on the internet. But uh, also another thing about it being closed group is that posts that you uh, put on there will only be seen by people within the group. So um, it keeps things private. And then I believe that is all for this show here so um lastly as usual if you make any purchase on amazon if you're doing some last minute last minute 
uh, holiday shopping or post-holiday shopping, make sure to use our affiliate link uh, from Amazon. You can find that on the Facebook group or, or on our website. Uh, just use that each and every time you make your purchase on Amazon. It helps uh, defray some of the costs of running the show. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but please use that each and every time. Um, then also, if you're an iTunes user, please find our show on uh, the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating. The more of those that we get, the more we get boosted in the rankings and helps more people find out about the show. And uh, we're on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. And thanks to Learn Your Lesson for the Music. And uh, that is all for episode number 509. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all next time.